Hello and welcome back to another episode of Little Less Conversation. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Mystic Meg, aka Amor. How's it going, Amor? Hey, not bad, mate. Uh, very, very happy today. Um, and I'm actually glad as well, because you're on a bit of a down, I'm on the up. So uh, this should be a good episode. Well, at the end of the last episode, I did say wishful thinking, but it uh, <laughs> seems like all your hopes, dreams and wishes came true. All in, all in one weekend because uh, we got beaten and uh, you lot battered Spurs. <laughs> I know. I just had, I just had an inkling, mate. Um, should have done a lottery, mate. You never know where that could have gone. But you know what? Uh, where else to start than the um, the early kickoff on Saturday, which you managed to roll out of bed for, I guess. Yeah, just about, mate. Just about. And I wish I hadn't because it was a uh, an awful performance. Uh, I don't have much to say because, quite frankly, the bet the better team won. Um, I think City deserved it. We just weren't good enough. Didn't really turn up to the races. Um, you know, defensively for, for a good period of the game, we were doing all right, you know. Um, and I think they just got that bit of luck that they needed and deflection and the, the ball goes in the back of the net of Jorginho and, and Jesus uh, is their saviour. But, um, you know, we didn't offer enough to get anything out of that game going forward. And, and yeah, I don't really have much more to say, really. It's disappointing. They just got to bounce back in the next game, which is a, a tough away game uh, in Turin against Juventus. Yeah, well, um, you know, I, I mean, I thought I actually thought you started well with, um, I think, Werner or Lukaku a couple of early chances initially. Um, but, yeah, I think Man City definitely deserved the win. I mean, Thiago Silva kept you in it with a, with a block on the line. Jesus could have had a double. Yeah, no, exactly. They were, they were, it was very much like the Champions League final, really, where they dominated, they had all the chances. We defended well, but, you know, they got that slice of luck in terms of the goal. And, I mean, yeah, they deserved it, really. They should have scored two or three goals easily. Do you know what I mean? So we got off a bit lightly, I think, um, in that sense. But it's all about how the team's going to bounce back from this defeat. You know, it's, you're playing arguably the best team in the league um you know so you, you're going to come across these sort of games and it was going to happen sooner or later whether you know we weren't going to go the whole season undefeated or anything ridiculous like that so yeah we were going to lose at some point um but yeah you're going to get me singing 49 49 undefeated oh please don't please don't oh right I'm, I'm still in um i know it was only wimbledon when we were at the emirates but yeah we were singing along and um Mate, you got me singing last night as well. I was singing on the sofa actually last night, watching the Arsenal game. You you really like like you can tell just from your your voice that you're you're really excited and happy. And I don't like it. I miss I miss miserable ammo. I miss when you're unhappy. I'm I'm uh, I'm very glad that Arsenal got back to winning ways, and it was a much much needed win. Um, but the manner of which we, especially the first half, um, we absolutely destroyed them in the first half, and it was um, you know, a strong performance from a team that sort of. It seemed like they just suddenly clicked all of a sudden, um, especially, yeah, like I said, go and keep going back to the first half because second half, obviously, you know, Tottenham had a couple of chances. I think we took our foot off the gas a bit, you know, going your three and a half at half time, which is very rare in the North London derby as well. Um, but I think the fans made a, a great atmosphere. And you know what? We got off to the flying start and the, um, our front three were, were pretty good yesterday. Yeah, well, I was surprised that Pepe got left out when I when I saw the team sheet. I was thinking, hmm, it's a surprise for me that you know Pepe's not playing. He went with Smith Rowe, like sort of playing on the left and Saka on the right, and Odegaard through the middle, and it, and it worked really well. And you know, 
watching it, I was like, yeah, maybe this is your best team without Pepe in there. And, and it really worked, worked, worked like wonders really up front. They, they, the youngsters gelled together really well. Experience of Aubameyang up front, yeah, with a good I finish. Think, yeah, fantastic. I think that's one of the best performances I've seen from Aubameyang in, in quite a while. Um, he hasn't yeah, been himself yeah. recently, but that was a, a captain's performance, really. The way he was like, he was laying off the ball, he's making a runs, you know, even got a good goal. Typical Bamian back to his, hopefully back to his best, really. But, um, you know, a big, I uh, got a big shout out to another striker who um, gave, gave a little cheeky assist for Saka there. Big up Harry Kane. <laughs> Yeah, mate, he, he did nothing at the other end. Uh, he he helped you lot out, and uh, do you know what? I don't know. Don't know what it is about Kane. There's obviously something's not right. We've spoken about it in previous weeks of this season as well. He just not. He's not. Hasn't come to the races. And I know we've mentioned, oh, he's a slow starter and all this stuff, but he just doesn't look at it. And I don't know whether it's Nuno's tactics and the way he plays, um, but it's just not working for those the, the front three, man. Lucas Moura, Son and Kane. It's, they had a couple of chances where you would have thought they would have, you know, put away. Kane had a, had a clear-cut one, which might have been offside. I can't remember, but you would expect him to put it in the net and he didn't he hit it wide. It's um, not like him as well. He He's a he's very clinical. And yeah, I think, I mean, I probably think it would have been caught offside, but um, he would have, even, even then, he would have put that in the back, back of the net. And you're right, this, um, I think it might be Nuno's tactics though, because I'm, I'm just, I'm thinking about the way he set up against Arsenal was very passive. And it's very, it's very different to the way he set up against Chelsea, which is, I don't know if the Chelsea result had some sort of hindrance on that or not, but it may have done. Yeah, but what I don't understand is the way they came out against Arsenal the week before last week, when they were pressing, I know obviously they couldn't sustain it, which well, no team can for that long, 90 minutes, but just the energy and, and the problems they caused in the first 45 minutes for us. Why didn't they come out like that in a massive, you know, North London derby away from home? Arsenal, obviously, you've got back-to-back wins and stuff, but, you know, you haven't been playing the best football. You haven't been scoring goals. I, I feel like they made it way too easy for you. Like your midfield just overran their midfield and they're almost backing off all the time, you know, like dropping deep and, and played into your hands a bit, allowed you to pass the ball around quickly, you know, little flicks, little one-twos. And it was, yeah, it's just what you lot needed, really. Yeah, it, I think, I mean, per, I think we were just definitely fired up for it a lot more um, than they were. I think given it was a home game, sort of a lot was on a lot was on the line. And it's quite funny because I think if you take it back, I think it's four games ago and it was all the jokes around Tottenham being top of the league, Arsenal being bottom of the league. And we've, uh, you know, in the space of three games, uh, where are we again? But Arsenal back on, you know, above them. I'm not saying it's anything to celebrate. There's still a lot more work to do. But, you know, we've, we've those three wins on the bounce have definitely um, got us back into a better position. And I think, I mean, you look, it's, uh, we're on, what, nine points, I think it is. Um, and I don't, I mean, you know, we're five points off, like, the leaders. It's not like, you know, there's, there's not a massive gap at the moment. And, it, you know, it could have been a lot worse. Yeah, yeah, you've had some sort of resurgence and recovery over the last few games, which is good for you guys. Uh, it's just how you sustain that. And, and I mean, you've had, obviously, Spurs is, is seen as quite a difficult game. But other than that, you've had a couple of easy games after a difficult start. So I think you needed that and you got the results that you wanted. Uh, confidence will be high. It'll be interesting to see if you can sustain it and how you how you get on going yeah. forward. Um, I think um, other results again on Saturday really tight, put it into our favour a bit in terms of the league position because I think some of the ones like you know Brentford three three against Liverpool that was mental, like, unbelievable how Brentford done that. Yeah, that was a it's a crazy game really, and you know I think Brentford deserved to get a point from that, and again showing why they're they're such a 
an interesting side to have in the Premier League and, you know, to, uh, great to watch for the neutrals. Every time I've watched them play, even when they, they played you lot in the, the opening day of the yeah, season, yeah. you know, stuff like that, it's great to see. And um, It's quite nice, though, it, like, a little breath of fresh air, really, because you know what, you, you typically think a team from the Championship is just going to get rolled over by, you know, Liverpool, you know, the big boys, but um, Brentford are definitely not looking to mess around. They're looking to, obviously, you know, stay up and cement their place, really. Yeah, yeah, it's good. To, it's good to see. And I, I really do hope they do well. And I think they will. They will stay up. And and you know, I'm sure they'll get a mid-table finish, which will be which will be good for them, considering it's their first first year up in the Premier League, and all the money they've spent on their stadium and all that stuff as well. You know, it's 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 good to see it happening. But um, technically, they're our local club as well, so you should maybe really be Brentford fan. Maybe Barnet yeah. first. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah buying it for you Brentford is Brentford's down the road for me so. <laughs> damn it at least I don't even know if Barnett are in the, in, in the league two or not I think they probably I think no. they were but I'm not sure I'm not sure how fun they're, they're non-league now I think so <laughs> I mean um, who else is non-league or I don't talk about non-league I don't even know if it's the right way of saying it but um, you see uh, I, th- I think we're still searching for Bruno's pen <laughs> six five four three Two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, that one was a, a bad one. Um, considering the importance of it as well, you know, 90, 90th minute penalty um, to, to salvage a draw after you've just conceded down the other end. And uh, surely there's only one man for the job and that's, it's got to be Pinaldo, surely, and not Fernandez. I don't know. I don't know if the, the two have been uh, like chopping and choosing each each week who's going to take the pens because they seem to get one every week. But um, yeah, I don't think uh, Pana- well, Penandes will be on penalty duty next week. No, that was a, it was a shocker as well. Some of the memes and videos and even even match of the day were taking the piss out of him. Oh, match of the day went brilliant. I mean, I've never seen them do anything like that for one player. That that was that they've definitely got a vendetta against Fernandez for sure. <laughs> And see uh, Martinez doing a little little dance routine after. I don't know what he was doing with yeah, his shoulders, but guy was like, I don't even know what that's called. Flo- it's not even a floss. I don't know what it is. I don't know what he was doing. It looked dodgy, but um, fair play to him. Did you see what he said about uh, Ronaldo? Um, no, no. The journalist asked him, oh, what's the difference between you and Cristiano Ronaldo? And he said, um, I don't see any difference. We both have similar playing styles. Stand in the box and wait for the ball. <laughs> <laughs> well, is that his post-match uh, interview? Yeah, that's a t- direct tweet from. Uh, oh, that is brilliant. Direct, a direct quote, sorry, from uh, Martinez. Oh, that is brilliant. He, he's got a big mouth. He does like to talk a lot about his his uh, his comings at Arsenal, but he's a good character to have and a good keeper, um, especially if you've got mini fancy football. Yep, yep, which <laughs> I do, and he got me seven points. I think so. Yeah, I'm happy about that. It was a good that that result really made my Saturday like because obviously it was two two twelve thirty kickoffs so we lost and United lost so it made it a bit bit more you know manageable. Yeah, I think um, obviously before we uh, well potentially wrap things up, there's only one thing I want to say sing to you actually. Shall I start singing it? Go on then. I told you long ago, Mikel Antonio. When I saw that, when he's a uh, last minute goal, who else? Antonio. Who was he turned into, man? Prime top striker. 
I, I was I was actually out at the time and um, I was outside of like a, a bar and uh, I, I forgot the football was on. I forgot what was going on in terms of the scores. And I just hear, yeah, like screaming and shouting and somebody just shouting Antonio. And then I checked the result and it was like last minute, 90th minute winner. He's having a great season so far, isn't he, Mikel Antonio? Bar the red card, obviously. But um... <laughs> yeah, he is. And uh, honestly, I don't know, man. I, I don't know if that's credit to Moyes or not. But turning a right back into a top Premier League striker is is something's got to be doing. Somebody's got to be doing something right. Yeah, yeah. Credit to Moyes and and West Ham in general. I think they're doing really well. You know, and uh, we'll we'll see where they where they end up. I mean, they're, they're seventh in the league at the moment. You know, pressing for. European football again next season really and obviously yeah European exploits as well will probably go quite well if they carry on like this yeah that's true and um, I mean uh, I know you mentioned it earlier um, before the pod is Brighton are playing today and if they win they go top of the league and that's a scary thought Brighton top of the league yeah so obviously we're we're recording this before the Brighton Palace game this evening and uh, if they win They'll be sitting pretty at the top of the Premier League. Um, Come on, Vieira. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's it for another episode of Little Less Conversation, guys. Thank you for listening, as always. And uh, we look forward to, well, recording an episode for you soon. Yeah. um, And again, I'm I'm hoping the the Arsenal continue winning ways because... I feel a lot better recording when when we're winning, and uh, and I feel a lot better recording when Chelsea have lost as well. So you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. turning for turning into a good good episode, really. I mean, it, yeah, we'll see how long it lasts. I mean, I'm sure you'll be down in the dumps very soon, anyway. Listen, that's again, it might be wishful thinking for you, but until next time, ta-ra. Famous famous last words, yeah. Okay. Yeah.